0: Welcome local listeners on today's episode. We have Milwaukee's very own Don Draper. We're going to have a conversation with Ken Young of Young Creative for over 15 years. He's been helping personal brands and small businesses grow their brand through advertising. We're going to take a deep dive into what it takes to have great advertising and to grow your brand personally and as a small business. I'm very excited about this episode. Stay tuned as Ken has some information that he's going to give away at the end of the episode. Hi, this is Rob Kohansky, your host of Local First Podcast, connecting local businesses to your community. New episodes drop every Thursday at 3 p.m. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to make sure you do not miss an episode. I'd like to take a moment to recognize our sponsor. Does your business software make less or more work for you? Think possibilities, think Exacta. Enjoy the show. Right, welcome Ken. How are you doing today? I'm
1: doing well, thank you. Awesome. How are you?
0: I, good, good, good. You know, it's it's end of January, going into February, and um, I'm looking for some sun.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, you know,
0: so but you <laughs> sign know, sign me up. Side so right. I was I was just looking outside. I'm like, you know, uh, I really need some sun. It's that time of year where you get that cabin fever. And, oh yeah. But we'll make it through. We always do.
1: Yeah, February's always rough too coming up, but.
0: So before we get into the nuts and bolts about what you do, you know, give the listeners a little bit of a background of you know uh, who you are.
1: Um, I am a creative guy. I I've started and worked in many ad agencies in, in Milwaukee um, as an art director and then a, eventually a creative director and. Um, I also, um, I'm married. I don't know if you want to go back into that sort of thing, but. Uh, as
0: much as you want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: let's leave it at that. It <laughs> yeah, at it he's let's, married. Let's <laughs> right,
0: <yeah. laughs> we want to keep it that way. <laughs> right,
1: right. Um, I live way out in Dousman, Oconomowoc area. Um, uh, but I, I'm, I'm all about creative. I think, you know, I have a, a, a drawing business. I do a lot of pencil drawings and things. So. Uh, um, I'm very focused on that, always have, but it's kind of a passion of mine, and so it was a natural to kind of start my business on that, too.
0: What inspired you to, I mean, be in advertising and in the drawing side of it?
1: Well, the drawing kind of started when I was at at, at school. At, at I went to MATC, and I was the graphic editor of the school paper. and They had a lot of a lot of celebrities came in there, and politicians, and and I, being the editor, I would do a lot of drawings, and that's kind of where it started. And, and uh, you know, I, I was pretty bad at that time. You know, sometimes people go, "Is that Kissinger?" and I go, "No." <laughs> 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 uh, But it eventually got better and better. I kind of stuck with it. And uh, um, I I really enjoy doing it because it gives so much people. It's such an emotional thing, the the portraits. Uh, Dogs are more popular than people.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, By far, like 70% more. Um, And and, and one funny story I got to relate real quick is, I had a woman who came to a craft show for my drawings. She pulled up with a stroller of, of two of, of twins, twin her twin girls, and she said, "You got to draw my babies." I said, "Hey, I'd love to." She goes in her purse and she pulls out draw, uh, photos of her two dogs. Uh. <laughs> that's, right. uh, that's when I knew I got to focus more on, on dogs. Oh, but, uh, dogs. But it's right. a nice hobby of mine. It's um, I enjoy doing it. So,
0: and how did that transition into you know advertising? I mean, it's, it's it's. I'm very interested in in to learning more about this because it's it's out there and and every you know whether you're a personal brand or a small business, it's a necessity.
1: Yeah, my drawing is uh, kind of a a whole side thing. I think uh, just how it started was through school like that, and then uh, when I graduated, I was immediately thrown into the, the advertising world, um, and I, I think my drawings kind of took a side you know, kind of became a sideshow basically. And, uh, but going through the agency world, I, I worked at all kinds of different agencies, all kinds of different industries that represented. And I kind of, um, you know, like anything, you you stay with it and you get better and and smarter about what you do. You know, in, in a in a short way, uh, I I started as a, a designer. Uh, well, actually, an illustrator, obviously, from doing drawings. drawings. Mm-hmm. Uh, transitioned into more of a graphic designer, logos and designs and stuff like that. I and I thought that was really cool. Uh, but then later on, I realized um, real, what really what really what I really enjoyed was. Uh, taking people's products or service and trying to differentiate them in a creative way, you know, strategically. And that, like anything, takes time to understand how to do that. Uh, different, different people, different markets, different personalities. Uh, but really branding is kind of where I kind of settled. And, you know, for the last 10, 20 years, I, that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, I I started my own business in in 2012, uh, um, 2007, I mean. um, And and that started after working at several different ad agencies as a creative director. um, And people start knowing you and you start talking to them. And um, I was very fortunate because I used to do work for uh, the old Country Springs uh, down the road here. Um, used to do all their advertising and uh, marketing, website, um, really branding them. Um, and the, the marketing director that was there was approached by a hospitality company um, to start a, a chain of water parks around the country. And she had to find someone to be their agency basically. So knowing me, uh, she tapped me and said, would you like to do that? And to to this day, it's the coolest thing I ever did. Because not only did I do all, everything you can think of, uh, you know, website, social media, uh, branding, integrated, um, but I, I got to name the property. And oh, wow. yeah, which I mean, who gets to do that, right? Exactly. That's as a, cool. a, as in ten different states around the country. Um, I, I called it Coco Key because I I thought, well, this this skews to like five to twelve year olds, a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. So if I had Coco as a mascot parrot dressed up, and sometimes a bird on a person's shoulder, hey kids, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know that that was the. The kind of the, the backbone of the, the brand. Um, so we built that property, like I said, from one location to 10 locations. Um, they're still out there, but they, uh, but 2016, about eight years afterwards, they they auctioned themselves off because they wanted to, to the, the hospitality didn't want to get into that business anymore, but, but they're all, they're still all over the place. It's kind of funny to see that. Um, but that was my first account and got me in the door. Um, After that, this is really interesting, too. I've never really understood how this happened or why this happened. But I had my first, I don't know, five or 10 clients all starting with the letter C. That's cool. And I mean, how does that happen, right? Yeah, right. I even named Coco Key, which is Coco, C-O-C-O. But then I got the chocolate factory. I got a, um, um, see, now you're trying to remember and you can't think of them. Um, I got Case, uh, not Case tractors, but Case design remodeling, Uh, the largest remodeler in the country, out in Washington D.C. Community Care, there's two C's. I mean, so it was. It's kind of funny as a side, but yeah, uh, no doubt. So I thought I'd, maybe I just needed to market the C's. You it's, know? It's, it's like,
0: it's, it's like um, you know naming your first five kids. You know? Right, JJJ, <laughs> right, same J, J, J. Like, J, right. <laughs> yeah. George Junior, George Junior yeah, Junior. Exactly. <laughs> you know, what has been some of your biggest challenges making that transition from you know working for these ad agencies to now having your own um, your own business?
1: Um, again, I was very fortunate because not only did I work with some of the best agencies around uh, Belter, Lincoln, and Kramer Crassold to speak of. Um, I actually had a mentor named Steve Eichenbaum, um, and and those who know him, uh, highly creative, very strategic, hilarious. He used to be Mr. Angry on on WKLH, uh, but just a a great guy. But he kind of had – the way he ran his agency, focusing on strategic creative – uh, you know, I worked with him for, uh, in freelance and things and, I, and that's where I kind of learned a lot and I, I used a lot of that for my model to start my own business and what he, he used to tell me is you know just act like you know everything act like you know what you got the solution for him, and there is no deviant from it. I mean, you know, obviously you'd be very focused on, um, being positive and self-assured. Um, but act like, you, you know, like Lombardi says, act like you've been there before. Exactly. You know? So yeah,
0: Act exactly. like you've been in the end zone before. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And so I kind of think about that and apply that to my business. And, and the other thing I, that I think about is, uh, I used to do a lot of freelance work for different ad agencies starting out. And one ad creative director had said, to me, and I, I still use this in some of my promotional pieces, he said, Ken under promises and over delivers. And I think that's a good thing. That's a good business model, too, where you if you kind of come up with a campaign of sorts, you do you do all these different things. But you have to make sure that at the end of the day, they're going to be overwhelmed and have a, they're, what you want is to have them have a problem deciding which direction is the best. Then you've done your job, and I think that's what I kind of follow to. And again, Steve taught me a lot about that.
0: Why do you find yourself so passionate with you know being in advertising and what drives you?
1: Um, again, I, I think just some of the places I've worked at, um, some of the big agencies, and 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 Steve Eichenbaum and you know, just giving me the creative messaging and understanding of um, there's here. And here's the other thing: I I really got working with clients. You know, my my main clients are either owners of businesses or marketing directors who may have plans, but they don't know how to execute them. That's my main clients. So, you know, working through the years with these people, I've kind of became more passionate about what their problems are and and trying to figure out how to solve it. And there's so many ways to solve problems, but um, I I think the main thing is based in my business model is you know to have really strategic creative ideas that separate you from your competitors i think that's the main thing engage your audience know your audience and engage them in a creative way i think that's what that's what really moves me and pushes me to the next Des- campaign
0: describe <laughs> how it felt when you were able to like you know name those those water parks you know what did that feel like
1: um it's great. It was great. Um, I, I've done I've done logo designs for before. You know some things for Wisconsin Dells that still are are, are out there. Um, so it's I think one of my 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 first memories of doing outdoor. And this may date me, so maybe I shouldn't go there. But <laughs> uh, they used to do outdoor billboards. They used to hand paint them. So when they had the Dells, they um, and I think it was Clear Channel or someone like that. Um, you'd have to go out there and see the painting they did of you know the the boat going through the rocks to the dells and stuff, and they'd ask you, "How does it look?" And you know, is this person wearing the right color? And is you know, it's re- and then you think of where we are now, where you you do it yourself and you every digital and you just do it. And um, but it's it's but seeing that for the first time is where where I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Um, so naming a water park or um, you know that you know it's going to be out there longer than probably I will. Um, it's really a humbling, but it's also very exciting. Obviously, um, you you know what you've got ahead of you, but and you do your best task. And I think the key again is diversity. You know, give as many as you can. It's it's the same with even doing a simple logo. You know, if they say, oh, I just want two designs, make sure they're c- incredibly different, but still focused on the strategy and focused on what they're looking for and focused on what the audience wants to see. But, um, you know, th- so there's some some formulas I think that work really well mm-hmm. through all the years and they still hold up even yeah. in the, the digital world that we're in now.
0: Oh, no doubt. So, so I had a quick question. I got it here and, you know, plug in the Corporation. You know, it's like I go through this a lot. You know we have all these documents in our house and they're scattered all over the place you know and whether it's my DD 214 or my last year's taxes my title stuff like that do you keep everything all organized in one spot or are you're pretty good with that no, no, I'm I'm not I'm I, an, you're an anti-organizer. So I'm like
1: see I learned that from Steve Lekerman mom too. I used to invoice him. I said, "What do I do with this?" He just give it to me. He crumple it up and throw it in the corner and it would stack up. Oh jeez, my mom picked that up in a couple days.
0: Oh my god. See, That's right. kind of like me. So. All right. So so we exact has a tool for that. It's called uh, the Family Organizer Plus. And what it does is it takes all those documents and it scans them into the cloud so they have them in the palm of your hand okay. whether it's on your phone, your computer and it's all set up on the blockchain, so that's really cool. I'm sitting here looking for my phone, and it's right there staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I put that? Where did I put, that, Where down I put thing? that in a tripod. That's yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know, think possibilities, think exact. Uh, we just launched uh, the Kickstarter for the family organizer, so that's going to be out there within the next uh, week or so. So, that's a really cool tool out there.
1: That's cool. I, I've heard about that too. Yeah, so it's, yeah.
0: It's, it's really cool. I may cool. have I, to look into that. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm excited about that too. So, you know, what, what's, what's got you fired about, up about the future?
1: Um, I think the challenges that are ahead of us. Uh, you know, again, I come from more of a traditional background. Uh, but it, 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 digital has obviously changed the landscape tremendously. Um, I, I think what I'm excited about is, and this is kind of a common thing. This is how I get a lot of my clients, is because of the old world traditional, you know, TV, radio, print, um, and the new world, social media, digital For
0: podcasting,
1: all that, all that podcasting. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put my plug just, in just read too. Your shirt. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, you know, the challenge is taking your brand and keeping your brand consistent in all these different integrated medias. I think what I see a lot is because. Uh, social media is such a, it's almost a freebie or something that people want to put their everything into that they neglect all the other opportunities they have in front of them. Oh, yeah. That and if I had a nickel for every time I saw <clears throat> all their social media, d- digital work, and then I looked at all their traditional work, and they look like two different companies. Exactly. And that happens because it starts out with the traditional, and then they go into the digital, but they realized, well, let's, this is a new day, and this is what people are doing, let's do this. And then this stuff's still out there on the print side, or traditional side, and so that's where I kind of come in re- and do really well. I kind of take that and go, okay, let's let's. What do you, what do I you take mean, a needle and it brand that. that.
0: And then what do you make of that? You know, why does why does a business you know say, okay, I got all those print ads, and it's it's saying one thing, but then they will look over here and it's saying something totally different. I.
1: I you know, I think I think from from their again. I, I work with these people, uh, owners, marketing directors. I, I think they look at it and, and think, uh, well, this is um, I, I need a lot of stuff out there, and they don't think in terms of well, it's all disconnected. You've got this stuff over here, and you got this stuff over here, but and you've got a variety of stuff. But now they look like two different companies. Everything looks different visually, communicationally, message wise. Um, and that's where I really th- have to go and thread that all together. Um, that's what I think the biggest problem is.
0: Dude, you help businesses too, whether it be personal or small businesses? You know, something that I learned just you know over the last year is each social media platform has a different target audience. Mm-hmm. Even though your message is the same, but the content that you put on it might be a little bit different. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's something that you know something I had to learn. Uh, myself because it was just you know figuring out what to do on Instagram versus LinkedIn versus social media versus Twitter. Very you true. know, it's you have all those different platforms, but they have different uses. Right, right, and understanding it, that,
1: and even d- different demographics. Yeah, Go and look at those. You know, that, that's another big challenge is I deal with the people that are, all, you know, either in print, you know, the 40, 50 year olds or the millennials who are 18 and, you know, where they don't, so a lot of them don't even believe in advertising. So how do I, how do I come to them? You know, so, <laughs> um, so, you know, then they do Snapchat and everything else that, um, so it's really, it's really like anything else through the, it's been like that forever with advertising is you really have to understand not only the their audience, but you have to understand them and how they work and what's been working, what's not been working. I have a thing that's been, that I've, I borrow from different agencies and it's been out there since the, the beginning of time. Uh, it's called a creative brief. And I have my prospects fill it out. And it's kind of a roadmap for me to get to the idea of an integrated campaign. I offer it to everybody for, for nothing, for free. Uh, and just to give you an example, um, I have a Uh, One of my first clients was Case Remodeling out in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. They're they're the largest remodeler in the country. They found me on LinkedIn um, just by coincidence, I think, or just by luck. Um, They saw my work. They said, we really need something different. I see your work is very different. I like the way it's very on strategy, but it's very different. Uh, It it engages, but it kind of makes you remember what this was. Um, when I sat down with them, they f- they fill up the credit debris. They well, they they said how we're using the agency. This is typical. We're using the agency in Washington, but we think we're getting ripped off. We think we're, we're paying a fortune and we're not really getting results. Why is that? What do you? What can you offer us that someone else isn't? We're not getting now. And you know, through the, through several conversations, we talked about you know who, what is their brand? They were a little unsure what their brand was. They said, "Well, we're huge," but that's part of our problem. People think we're perception is we're just way too expensive, so that they don't even they don't even come to us. Um, and, I, and so, when you fill out the creative briefs, it's got all these questions. They fill it out, and some of the things that come away after they're done is. And they learn things, too. But one of the things they, that comes out is, what is the one big takeaway? What do you want to accomplish with this campaign? And, you know, what is the tone and all, all these kind of things? And what they told me the direction was, was they want to have more of a awareness but it's, it may be a false awareness. They, they just think they're in ivory towers and we can't touch you. So, long story short, what I how I campaigned them was we started with two campaigns basically. And again, usually when I do campaigns, I'll show them two or three different directions based on the creative brief. Um, they gravitated to one direction that was about that was really simple because I said well, you got to build, you got to break down um, the perception that you're way expensive and humor is a good way to do that. Oh, no doubt. And, you know, because people think, well, maybe they're approachable now. So we simply did a campaign where we had people in different positions up close. I had this kind of heavy heavyset guy and he, and he was kind of d- doing a dance kind of, and he said, Bob's getting his groove on in his new bathroom. And another one would have uh, a lady doing a cartwheel and it said, Kim seems to like her new remodeled ba- uh, kitchen. Um, you know, so these kind of ads obviously stood out with all the different, you know, all the different ads that were out there on 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 uh, digital um, as, as well as print, TV, uh, you name it. These ads really stood out and resonated, um, and, and so from there they started they saw the the pin t- turn basically, and they were getting a lot a lot more attention, getting a lot of more calls. Um, so right after that, we followed up with a campaign that was a comparison campaign. And it was very simple. It it was just comparing, um, you know, comparing kitchen remodelers can be like comparing kitchen mixers. And it would show like a, a, a small whisk and a big power aid red mixer. And again, comparing case with the competitors but it was all done very fun and very – but still very informative. And that, there was, that was just for the kitchen ad. We did all the different bathrooms and living room and everything else. But, again, that really was popular and helped push the needle again. And we started doing TV, radio. Uh, I redid the website. And, again, this is what I was talking about earlier. Everything that was connected with that was uh, parallel as far as the messaging and the, the visuals.
0: <coughs> that's 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 pretty cool. I, I like that. That's really cool. So, I mean, how did they? How were you able to measure their success? In you know, after you know, doing these different types of ads, these different types of campaigns.
1: It's a lot easier, as you know, nowadays than it used to be. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, banner ads and and digital work that's that's measurable, and they can see um, you know the percentage of. Of sales and, and phone calls and hits on their website, you know, things like that, that you analytics, get. analytics there, are yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So a lot of that comes from that. And, um, they were great. I mean, here, here's the thing about case. Um, I had them for eight years. I never met them once in person. I never did a video conversation. So to have that, you, there's gotta be an awful lot of trust. Um, and knowing their brand, uh, trusting you to to build the brand, where right. you're going, um, and so that I really appreciate that. I haven't been one of my my first clients. Um, I, I still do some remodeling work for them. In fact, they got a franchise out in San Jose, California. I do. I still do work for and stuff. Um, so a lot of the clients kind of stay around. And uh, here's another thing that's really popular. It seems. With me because I'm a real strategic guy. A lot of people, a lot of my clients call me the idea guy. Well, call the idea guy. We're <laughs> stuck. We don't know where to go. Um, so a lot of times, periodically, I go through these phases. Where uh, example is Chula Vista and Wisconsin Dells. I had, I had rebranded them. A few years ago, rebranding meaning, you know, I, I go in there and uh, meet with the owner and the marketing people and we kind of evaluate everything. Uh, we even had research companies brought in to go, okay, where are we? What are we? What have we learned? Where are we going? Where are we headed? Um, you know, they. Uh, I'll make this short, but the their problem was all these uh, Kalahari's and all these big water parks popped up around them. They were there forever, so they're kind of looked at as old and stodgy. Sure. So, with research, it helped kind of look into what should that be. We we kind of got a direction. I had to fill out a creative brief again, and really, the bottom line really was, um, moms are the primary decision makers when it comes to planning a vacation. Um, they know they're going to have a great time. or they know, well, I'm sorry. They know their kids are going to have a great time. So don't worry about them. But what, what am I going to get going to the Dells, right? Um, so I kind of came up with the, the best of both worlds direction where here's, here's what Johnny gets and here's what mom and dad get. Because um, Tula Vista was the only water park that's got the scenic river in the backyard. Mm. We focused on that. For mom, because they again they know the kids, so that's just an example of that. But rebranding uh, Chula Vista, everything from the logo and stuff like that. Um, but but what I was going to say is I'll do all that you know in a period of six months, and it completely you know everything you can think of from uh, from the website to their social media banner ads, um, print uh, all that stuff, um, and they'll run it for a while, but then they'll say we'll take it from here. Because we have a graphic artist in the house. Sure. Everybody does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. It's right, right. the intern sitting in the corner over here. <laughs> right. There. Right. All right. The secretary. We, uh, we, we got the, them all over the place she, here. <laughs> she, she designed
1: something for her parents once. So <laughs> yeah. she's, you know. <laughs> Um, so what happens, obviously, is it it, it kind of gets all messed up, and it becomes like it used to become, where it's like, is this Chula Vista? Who's this? Or, you know, because depending on who's working on it and who's designing it, or right. what's you know, so this is typical. Like I say, that's another one of my things is I'll I'll look back or k- connect with someone who I rebranded or did did work for, and it's like, okay, now let's, let's get the let's get the train back on the track, you know, so. Uh, that's kind of a popular thing too.
0: So, how does the uh, the listeners get a hold of this creative brief? Where do they got to go for it?
1: Um, all they have to do is uh, email me um, or leave a message on my website. Uh, my email address is info at young creative works, and works is w o r k s. So, again, it's info at Young while ung creative com, and uh, that's my website, or that's my info. Uh, my website's uh, uh youngcreativeworks.com. .com,
0: yep, so they can go on there, sign up, they can sign on, up. They can sign up yep. Very cool. So, if you're interested in getting that creative brief, taking a look at it, and have Ken do a review with you, to, you know, take advantage of that. You know, the creative brief download is free to you, the mm-hmm. listeners of Local First Podcast. So, in this next segment, Ken, we're going to bump it up a notch. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, see. That's why I don't tell <laughs> you. Uh, fasten <laughs> it on, hang tight. So, this is the rapid fire questions segment of Local First Podcast. But before we get into it, you get to ask me one question, any question, and I will do my best to answer it. Boy.
1: Unfortunately, I used all my questions earlier. You no, did. No, uh, I, I know no, that. No, that that's, I, I, that's, that's, I can know. Take a one, hey, You huh? know,
0: Annette, that's you know, and I've I've had told guests in the past. You know, hey, you could so, ask me one question, and they come here with a list of questions. I'm like, just yeah. hey, just
1: one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you go on here, and it's like, okay, do you have another one? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I, yeah. I had 15 earlier, but 15, no, no, no. But a, a question for for uh, for you would be. Um, I know a little bit about this, but uh, maybe you can expand on it. Maybe you have already t- too many times, but uh, how did you actually start? Because it started by an, by mistake, kind of. Or well, so.
0: it wasn't intentionally. I mean, it was kind of, a, I was part of a media group coaching thing, and <laughs> And we were doing a lot of uh, copywriting and writing magazines and newsletters. And one arm of it was the podcasting. And that's what I like doing. I like sitting in front of people, learning from them. And I say this over and over again, this is my own personal university. And the listeners, you should be using this too. I mean, go back to different episodes. You can learn so much from the stories from the people that have been on the past and what they're doing and how they can help you or connect with someone else. So that's where I really get a lot out of it, yeah. And it wasn't, you know, and it just grew. And then I, I, I've probably said this a hundred times already. Is like, and initially I, 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 was solely relied on social media to connect with people to be on the show, and it didn't really work out so well. And then I'm like, where do I want to meet? Where can I meet a bunch of business owners who love to share their share their story with the community and connect them with the community. Uh, duh! Let's go to Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it was like oh, duh, you right. know. So you know that's how I got to the Brookfield Chamber and a bunch of other events and stuff like that. Yeah. that that's where it really took off. And here we're going on to you know over eighteen months and and two episodes a week, and it's it's growing the production services and everything that goes along with it, the marketing toolbox. So it's it's really grown. And like I said, it wasn't uh, something that I planned on doing, but you know. I love it,
1: and, and that's great. And the other thing, I and I'm sure you know this, but uh, you've got a following out there because I joined the chamber too, like, and yeah. last year, and I ran across my first two people. I ran across. Well, you got to meet Rob. You got to go and meet Rob. You know. Uh, so, and you know so, sometimes
0: so, I wonder, is that <laughs> yeah.
1: good or bad? <laughs> what do you know? doing?
0: He's got the hookup, man. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> all so, right. So all let good. me. All right. So it's my turn. I got some rapid fire questions. So I'm just going to have. We're just going to have some fun with this. So one of the questions has, that's not on my list. is like, I watch TV and I love my Netflix and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I look at you and I'm like, I know, and I reference, reference back to what I know as Mad Men. Right. So is that anything? It was like working at the at issues, anything like that?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's it's ironic because when I watched the, I watched the whole series, of course. And uh, Donald Draper. In fact, people sometimes come up to me, and goes, "Hey, you're Donald Draper." I do. It's like, that's, <laughs> that, like that's your. I'm intro like, no, I, you're yeah, the Donald yeah, Draper. I should boy. probably change my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> but the, the the funniest thing is there are definitely stereotypes. Right. Every time I'd watch that show, I think. That's Bob, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, account execs, creative people, uh, you know, they make creative people look like they're completely insane. And, uh, that's partially true, of course, because you got, you got to come kind of go outside the box, you know, and, uh, um, but that, it's, it's, it was such an entertaining show, you know, and, uh, and so right on, you know, if you work in the industry, I'm sure everyone goes, boy, I know that guy or I know that girl, you know, yeah, that's cool. that's it was great. So it's, I, I
0: had, I had to ask that cause that was kind of, you know, that was pretty, we just finished that up.
1: Yeah, I know. I still time, get the but... Donald Draper thing because again, my whole business is based on strategic creative direction and that's what he did. So,
0: yeah. So that, that's pretty cool. All right. So let's see here. What's your favorite number? Three. Three? Why?
1: <laughs> I have three kids, so that was okay. kind of easy. All right. One. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but you know I used to use three for like different things and like, oh, I'm going to put three in here because that's my lucky number. Well, oh, okay. I never win, you know, so I yeah. should probably pick a different one.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, sourdough wheat? Uh, wheat? Wheat. Uh, name one of the seven dwarfs. Oh. Um, uh, come on bashful bashful yeah, right. I, the only high. one I can probably think of was sleepy. sleepy sleepy yeah yeah, sleepy That's the, I mean there's probably there's seven of them but. yeah what are the other five <laughs> <don't right>? know. <laughs> that's uh, for you now I'll yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to google we'll that later here a while. Uh, would you want to live forever no. No. Okay. No. So we'll, we'll end up on that. Ken does not a few little, more years. A though. few more <laughs> years. Not forever. It's just too much time on our hands. Yeah. So as always, um, what I wanted to ask, a special request for this listener audience, if you like what you hear and you like Local First Podcast, share it with one other person. Um, carry this on, this uh, conversation online. If you got any questions, comments, you'll see it out there. This is going to be um, released really short next week. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because by the time you hear this, it'll be released. <laughs> So we'll just take that back, but you know, you know, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. All you have to do is search for Local First Podcast. Thank you, Ken, for being so much. I had a great time to learn about um, a lot about advertising and make sure that you get out there and get that cura- free, creative brief. So take that up. Thank you so much.
1: Can I just add one thing?
0: Yes, you do. Uh, I For the one question, I forgot to ask you to end this up. Any last request okay. for the audience?
1: Um, I I just want to say that uh, Rob's the kind of guy that you seem like you've known your whole life. I've only met him like one and a half times, Uh, but I feel like I've known him a long time. And I I think that's the gift that he brings. Um, So if you're considering uh, anything uh, podcast or want to know, uh, Rob uh, You should definitely Get in touch with him Because he's a, he's a great guy
0: I appreciate that And I'm going to use that For a promo next week <laughs> Thank you so much, Ken Okay
1: yep, I had a great time